Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Oh My Allergies podcast. This is your hostess with the mostest, Valencia. And if you are new here, the Oh My Allergies podcast is a podcast about all things allergies. Whether you have food allergies, seasonal allergies, skin allergies, or even your pet has allergies, Oh My Allergies is a safe space for discussions for those that need a bit of advice and support from someone who understands their struggle. Let's learn how to navigate life and learn how to thrive with our allergies together. Hey guys, welcome to or welcome back to the Oh My Allergies podcast. Now before we get started, you guys know I got to tell you guys to make sure that you're subscribed to the Oh My Allergies podcast on your podcast platform of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, literally the whole nine. So make sure you're subscribed on wherever you listen to the Oh My Allergies podcast. Make sure you follow the Oh My Allergies podcast on our Instagram page, which is at Oh My Allergies, just to keep up with what we're doing and to see some really fun content. We're starting to get more interactive on the Instagram Reels function of Instagram, so definitely follow us so you don't miss out. Also, make sure that you rate and review the podcast. Hopefully, it is five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It really helps us so much to be able to reach more and more people by you guys taking the time to not only rate the podcast, but also to write a written review about the podcast, some things that you love hearing about, what things you want to hear more of, just really being able to take that time out. It really, really helps us out a lot. And also, keep on sharing the podcast with people you know and people you don't know. So in today's episode, I'm going to be talking all about a deodorant allergy. You know, what exactly is a deodorant allergy, some symptoms that are attached to a deodorant allergy, how to be able to treat a deodorant allergy, and then my own personal experience with having a deodorant allergy. So before I get right into the meat of the episode, you guys know I got to tell you guys what's been going on. What's been going on with me? Well, now I am officially a college graduate, which is really weird for me to even say. Uh, This past weekend, I graduated with a BA in communication studies and a minor in business administration. And to be honest, it just doesn't feel real yet. Um, But I was happy that we were able to have the ceremony in person, but it felt a little weird because there wasn't a lot of people there due to the pandemic, which I totally understand. Um, But it was really great to be able to see people that I haven't been able to see in person for literally like a year and a half. Uh, But it's really crazy to say that I'm like done done with college, like not even just a little bit done, like I'm done done. And it was great that I ended off the semester and the year strong, ended up getting a 4.0 in my senior year. And, you know, I'm just so proud of everything that I've been able to accomplish during my time in college and you know for the weekend my mom had some things planned for me so after the ceremony um, we did some things and then also I went to one of my sorority sisters' graduation celebrations which was very nice and I didn't stay too long because my mom and I had to go pick up our dinner from one of our favorite restaurants and guys would I tell you that the food from the restaurant was literally thebomb.com like I actually mean it like it was just so good I didn't know that I really had been craving this food, but it tasted so, so delicious. But it was such a really great way to end my graduation day. And it just really hasn't sunk in that I'm like done, done. Because so many people have asked me, they're like, so how do you feel that you are a college graduate? And I'm like, I feel like it just hasn't 
fully sunken in into my mind, body, and spirit yet. I just feel like I'm just kind of like on like a wave right now of like, yeah, you know, I'm done with school. Like it's summertime, but like I think it'll really hit me like in the fall where I'm like, crap, I'm not going back to undergrad. So it's very crazy, but it's very exciting. Um, I have an internship that I'm going to be doing this summer with a company that I'm very excited about. So I'm just very, very happy with my life right now. And I'm still applying for full-time jobs too, but that's basically what's been going on with me. That's my what's been going on update. So I guess I can get right into my foodie likes. For this week um I don't really have any new foodie likes for this week just because this past week has just been super crazy filled with you know me finishing finals and getting prepared for graduation so I really haven't had the time to really think about trying anything new or anything that I readily want to talk about right now in this week's episode but hopefully next week I will be able to have some things to share with you all just because it's just really been such a really crazy week Um, But with that being said, I guess we can go straight into the allergy news. So this week's allergy news article comes from CBC News, and the article is titled School Food Bans Don't Prevent Allergic Reactions and Can Stigmatize Kids McMaster-led study. So in this article, they're talking about how food bans of peanuts and other foods in schools and childcare centers aren't as effective or even necessary in preventing allergic reactions, according to a new literature review that was led by Hamilton's McMaster University. So the article talks about how these types of bans are not only difficult to enforce and have a track record of not working according to previous studies conducted, but that they can have a negative impact on children as it can make them feel stigmatized because they can't eat with their friends and how this has led to bullying and how this is something that needs to be addressed. And they mention how more people need to be trained to know the signs of a reaction, supervising children, um, knowing how to be able to identify allergens in foods and promoting proper hand washing and cleaning rather than just banning food allergens all together and they talked about how having schools and child care centers be stocked up with epinephrine auto injectors and having parents create um, some sort of an action plan for children with food allergies to be able to have when they're at school and when they're at child care centers and this kind of reminds me of when we had uh, Leo Robolotto on the podcast where she talked about you know individual tables for food allergy kids and how her and her company the Food Allergy Institute when they're consulting with families and schools and things like that how they tend to really not recommend having different tables for allergy kids just because you're putting people with a lot of different allergies together and then you're kind of really highlighting the differences and kind of being like hey that kid is different and kind of singling that kid out and I know like a lot of people are pretty half and half on this topic so I definitely would love to be able to continue this discussion on the oh my allergies podcast instagram which is at oh my allergies just to hear what you all have to think about this now me and my personal thoughts about this I personally don't think that food bans are really the answer and I think that training is what we really want and what we really need for people to have you know when it comes to school settings you know we need more people to know the signs of an allergic reaction we need more people to know the top nine common food allergens along with 
the allergens of the students that are in their classes and in their child care centers, you know, knowing the proper hand washing and cleaning procedures for food allergens and just so many other things that are around that nature. So as always, we leave the article to each week's allergy news article in the show notes. So be sure to check out our show notes to be able to read the article in its entirety. But like I said, definitely want to continue this conversation on the Instagram page just to hear what you guys' thoughts are on this topic as well. But that is the allergy news article, so I guess I can get right into today's topic, which is all about what is a deodorant allergy. So this week's episode is all about being allergic to deodorant. Now, when people refer to this idea of having a deodorant allergy, you know, they could mean an allergy or some sort of sensitivity to either of these products. So basically a deodorant allergy, it is a type of contact dermatitis that is triggered by the ingredients that are either in deodorant or antiperspirant products. So this type of an allergy, it can cause redness, inflamed skin, hives, and even itching. And you can develop a sensitivity or an allergy to your deodorant even if you've been using the same product for years and this can be due to companies constantly changing their formulas without alerting you know us consumers and then introducing a new ingredient that you may have already been sensitive to but now it's in this product and now you're having a reaction to it and then it's also possible to be able to develop a new allergy to an ingredient in something that you consider to be your go-to product and so according to the FDA which is the Food and Drug Administration they say that that there are four categories of deodorant ingredients that can trigger allergies and irritation so those categories are aluminum fragrances preservatives and dyes so when it comes to like fragrances uh, you can be allergic to fragrances and they can be triggered by deodorant fragrance ingredients so essential oils like lemongrass tea tree oil lavender peppermint cloves and even sandalwood these are things that are fragrances that are always used in natural deodorants but a lot of these oils are common irritants so especially if you have sensitive skin this could be something that you're reacting to in a deodorant as well Um, and if you know that there are certain fragrances or botanical ingredients that make you uh, go into a rash then you might want to proceed with caution and make sure that you're just checking that ingredients list before you buy anything which is something that we've talked about whether you are buying skincare products whether you are buying food products just make sure you're always checking the labels on things just to make sure you are not putting yourself um, in a position where you are exposing yourself to something that you're allergic to Also, different types of alcohol are considered fragrance ingredients, and those can also trigger allergies. When it comes to preservatives and deodorant, those can also trigger an allergic rash or irritation. Uh, Parabens, those are a type of preservative that was included in a lot of personal care products. There's a lot more products nowadays I found that where it says they're paraben free, but there are still some products that are out there that still use parabens in there. So you're just going to want to be careful and keep your eye out when you're looking for different things in the ingredients list on what to look for. Uh, metals and you know, products like deodorant can also trigger an allergic reaction. And so one of the ingredients that's used to be able to stop people from sweating is aluminum. So That's one thing that I've learned throughout my own personal deodorant journey is trying to find out what are the things and ingredients for these deodorants. It's kind of triggering for me. But before I get right into my own story, I want to kind of go through some symptoms and then kind of draw some parallels into some of the symptoms that I've had and kind of just go into 
you know, my journey with deodorant. So some symptoms that can vary from like skin feeling itchy or painful at any given time and it's made worse after you apply deodorant or antiperspirant to a visible rash developing in and around your underarms. So some symptoms are itchy red patches under your arms, inflammation, swelling, scaling and flaky skin where the deodorant was applied, underarm blisters, hives, lumps or cysts under your armpit. So I've personally experienced um, a lot of these symptoms and it's honestly just been such a long journey for me and, and deodorant and it's something that I'm constantly having to deal with. So growing up, I had been using regular deodorant from, you know, the typical big deodorant brand. Um, there was one that I was using in particular uh, that started with a D because of my mom working at the parent company. So we would always have this brand of deodorant in the house. At this particular point, I didn't have any issues with deodorant at all. And I was pretty much fine. Um, I started having issues when I started trying a different brand that started with an S um, and it's a big brand of deodorant and long story short the deodorant completely burned my armpits like this deodorant completely burned my armpits my armpits were dark and after a while and when I say a while I mean years my armpits cleared up a little bit but there was still like this dark hue to my armpits and my armpits just did not get to a point where they matched my actual skin color which is just really crazy to think that a deodorant can do this much to your skin so after that experience I stopped really using regular deodorant and started to look at the quote-unquote natural deodorants that were supposed to not have any harsh chemicals or aluminum in them. And so the first brand I started to use was Tom's and I really loved the brand. I loved the scents, my arms didn't break out, but one thing that I did find was that my armpits would always be wet after using it and I would have to dry them in order to prevent, you know, any chafing from happening. And it was just a messy situation because I would just have to make multiple trips to the bathroom to air dry my armpits. It was just not the move, guys. Uh, but after doing some research, I found out that, you know, at this particular time, this was years, years and years ago, that the Tom's deodorant that I was using was not antiperspirant. And I think like back then, like when I was a preteen, their deodorant just provided like odor protection. So I was like, oh, well, that makes sense why my armpits are like wet and that it's because the sweat isn't being wicked up. It's just it's kind of sitting there on my armpit. And then like the wetness from the deodorant, it's just sitting there. And so my armpit smelled really nice and refreshing, but my armpits just felt wet. And so I think they now make like anti-presperant deodorants that are like natural deodorants. But at that time they didn't. So then I just stopped using the brand as a whole just because, you know, that was something that I found with not only Tom's, but just with a lot of natural deodorants back then it was just like odor protection um, but if you don't know the difference between deodorants and antiperspirants antiperspirants they're designed to be able to help with decreasing sweating so they typically do this by blocking the sweat glands and then deodorants they're designed just to be able to prevent or cover um, a person's body odor that's typically produced by bacteria so that's like the difference between the two and I had to learn this along the way by trying to find different deodorants and try to find like what I'm looking for when I'm trying to go like deodorant and antiperspirant shopping so then the search to find like this perfect deodorant for me 
like ended up continuing. So I ended up trying a baking soda deodorant from Arm & Hammer. And this deodorant, it also made my armpits feel very, very wet. Um, so I didn't stay using this deodorant for a really long time because of that. So then I just kind of started to like lose faith in like the store bought deodorant. So I started to make my own DIY deodorant. So I would use baking soda and then mix it with a small amount of lukewarm water in like a bowl until it was formed like this like paste. And then I would put the paste under my arms and then let it dry completely. And then I would wash it off. And honestly, that was like my go-to trick for like so many years. And it worked and my armpits didn't really have any like sort of an odor or anything to them. So it worked well for me. And so I was very happy with kind of where my armpits were at that point. However, you know, after a while, I started to notice that every once in a while I would randomly get like a swollen lymph node under my armpit and it would hurt to be able to put my armpit down all the way um, just because it hurt just that much so I would use the DIY baking soda deodorant and then I would stop to be able to give my armpits a break and then I would start back up again and then I would be fine but then my lymph nodes would get swollen again so then I totally just stopped using this DIY deodorant and then I kind of felt like okay well I'm back at square one again I ended up coming across you know this one deodorant brand when I went to a spa a couple years ago and they were on sale so me being me and loving a sale and loving to save money, I went crazy and bought like four or five of them and spent like over $20 on deodorant. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, that's the price I have to pay for like natural deodorant. Cause I know like usually when you go and buy regular deodorant brands, like you're spending maybe a couple dollars. But when it comes to the natural deodorants, the quote unquote natural deodorants, um, you're just going to be paying a lot more for it. And I was okay with that as long as I was going to be able to find some sort of a solution for my armpits. I ended up trying this brand and at first like I really 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 loved them you know it made my armpits smell good my armpits weren't wet and then randomly my armpits got burned by this deodorant and like when I say burned like it was burned like it was bad it was red the rash was like huge it was all over my armpits and it was just, it was just so bad. And I was so shocked because this was supposed to be a natural and clean deodorant. So I was just very, very confused. And it sucked because I found out that I had the rash while I was at my internship during the summer and it hurt for me to bring my hands down to my side so it was it was literally one of the worst experiences I've ever had in my life and I don't wish this on literally anyone and I told my mom once I got home and I showed her my armpits and she was just like oh my gosh like they look so painful and like oh my gosh and I'm like yeah it sucks it hurts so much and it really just took a while for my armpits to be able to recover from that big of a rash and so I ended up going to the doctor because of this reaction and I told the doctor you know my past experiences with deodorant and using the DIY deodorant and you know kind of like what my reactions have been over the years and me just struggling to try to figure out what is going to work for me and my skin and my armpits so that we can have some sort of a happy medium and one of the common denominators that I was told between everything that I was telling the doctor was baking soda and I was told that although you know baking soda has a lot of 
great properties to it it's not really designed for the skin and that it's a lot more alkaline than your skin and because of this it can mess with your skin's natural ph balance and apparently baking soda is also known as being an irritant which i did not know at that time and so I was told that my swollen lymph nodes were also most likely a reaction to the baking soda just being too harsh for me and my skin. So my doctor told me just to stop using deodorants that have baking soda in them and to try to find some deodorants that didn't have baking soda in them. And so I was like, okay, okay, I can do that. But then I shortly realized when I started doing a lot of research, I was like, it's very hard to find deodorants that are supposed to be natural and that are supposed to be free from all of these really bad, harsh chemicals and they don't have baking soda in them. So I found that it was really, really hard to be able to kind of find that balance of a deodorant because baking soda is commonly used in a lot of deodorants because of its deodorizing properties. And so I pretty much kind of just gave up on myself because I felt like I couldn't really just find anything that could help me and my armpits out at all and it just made me feel so self-conscious about myself and so one of my aunts she introduced me to uh, this one brand called Native and it honestly just saved my armpits so much and I currently use the sensitive skin cucumber and mint deodorant and I just really really love not only that scent but also just the brand as a whole I've just not had any reactions I've not had any swollen lymph nodes nothing and it's crazy but I'm just so happy that I've just been able to find something that works for me and my body and so I also went on like a rampage and like purchased like some of their other deodorants um they used to have like this teen line that was also free of baking soda but then they like discontinued the line and they discontinued it because of it being very, very similar to their sensitive skin line. Like the only difference was because of the size of the deodorants and then like the packaging, but pretty much the ingredients were pretty similar. Um, and so I stocked up on some of their teen line deodorants because they had them like on a crazy sale for like 50% off or something like that, like a while back. So I am like so stocked up on native and I'm honestly just so happy that they came up on my radar and there's just a lot of things that I've noticed just from me changing my deodorants and kind of just knowing like what ingredients are actually in the deodorants that I'm putting on my skin. Um, but with me telling that story about myself and my personal journey with deodorant, I know you're probably wondering, you know, how do you be able to treat contact dermatitis? And this is something that I've talked about in uh, my skin allergies podcast episode. Uh, but the first thing that you can do if you think that you have contact dermatitis, whether it's allergic or irritant, is to just stop using the product that is causing it and resist the urge to scratch that area if it was itchy. When I got to the two big rashes underneath my armpits, it was very, very hard for me to resist the urge to scratch the area. But you know, you got to do what you got to do. And what I found that helped me was being able to apply a cold compress. So what I would do is I got like two ice packs and put them underneath my armpits. And that helped so much. It helped so much. Also, if you have access to pure aloe vera, 
Also, you might want to try applying that onto your armpits to be able to help with that. You can bathe in Epsom salt or you can even take an oatmeal bath to be able to try and find relief when you are having a skin rash or an allergy. Also, you can take like over-the-counter topical antihistamines. I know Benadryl has a topical antihistamine to be able to help with soothing the burn, the itch of the skin. And then, you know, if you have symptoms that are persisting or your rash gets to a point where it's like super, super painful, you may want to go to your doctor to be able to get like a prescription strength topical cream. And when I ended up going to the doctor, I was told to be able to get this type of cream to put underneath my armpits to kind of help with relieving them when they got burned the second time and that was very helpful too in addition to like using the ice pack so I was told to use ice pack and then to put this cream underneath my armpits um but you can also try to apply like the deodorant daily to an area um that's not your armpits like your forearm for like a week or two to see if you get a reaction before putting it on your armpits just so that you are able to kind of see like in a bigger area of your skin if you're gonna have a reaction to it rather than putting it underneath your armpits and then you're like me and you're like constantly trying to hold your arms up all day because it hurts to put your armpits down but my whole experience with various deodorants has really just you know taught me that it's going to be a road of trial and error when it comes to trying to navigate having a deodorant allergy. Um, it took me a while to just get to a place where my armpits just feel consistently happy um, and my skin feels happy. Um, I've also learned that just because a deodorant says quote unquote natural, it doesn't mean that you won't have a reaction, which is something that I used to think like, oh, like it's natural, you know, but that term natural, it's not really regulated. So you need to be super careful and check the ingredients list uh, before purchasing it. And then also like natural deodorant options, they tend to use ingredients like baking soda and essential oils and cornstarch to be able to help with keeping your underarms dry. And those types of ingredients can trigger an allergic reaction just because of those things can be very, um, irritant especially if you have sensitive skin like myself um, those are just things that are might be a little bit too harsh for your skin so one thing that I think that has helped me that would be my biggest piece of advice is that you just have to understand that everybody's body is like different so what may work for me might not work for you so you may just need to try a few different brands before you can find like a deodorant formula that works for you and then hey like there's some people they might be more comfortable with not wearing deodorant completely or putting it on for special occasions so you you know your body better than me and anyone else so it's really important for you to be able to find some sort of a solution that ultimately just works best for you and your armpits and your skin because that's honestly really what matters the most is making sure that you're able to find some type of a solution that works for you but Hopefully you all were able to learn a little bit more about what a deodorant allergy is, kind of like what it entails, and hearing my story with trying to navigate having a deodorant allergy and having a baking soda sensitivity and really trying to learn how to navigate buying deodorant and kind of knowing what to look for for me personally when I'm looking for a deodorant. I've learned that baking soda 
and having certain essential oils in my deodorants is just not the way to go for me, which I think is very interesting and it's something that you kind of learn from doing research on your own and trying to figure out, you know, okay, like what are your triggers? And that's one thing that I found out with a deodorant allergy, like it's very hard to kind of like pinpoint what actually could be triggering you and your allergic reactions to different deodorants. So for me, like I kept taking note of what was the common thing that I found in all of the different options that I was like trying out. And that's not something that I even came to realize on my own. Like that was something that I kind of was able to piece together with my doctor. Like she was like, okay, well, the common denominator that I'm finding is baking soda and that might be something that is really too harsh for your skin because you have very very sensitive skin and overall like in terms of like how my body works like I'm just a very sensitive person in terms of like my skin in terms of my my immune system when it comes to like allergies and things like that like normally like I have to get prescribed certain things in order to be able to take care of my skin when it comes to like allergic reactions or even the insides when it comes to allergic reactions just because I'm just more sensitive to allergens so that's just something that you know that's why I say in these types of episodes that it's very important to be able to have a really good relationship with your doctor and being able to take note of certain things that you're able to kind of um, able to put together so that when you go to your doctor, you can kind of say like, hey, like these are the things that have happened to me and this is kind of the pattern that I'm seeing kind of like what do you think is going on with me so that if you need to get certain testing done or if they need to do certain things on their end in order to be able to help come to some sort of a kind of like a common ground on what could be the problem, then like that's what's really important so that's why in these episodes I always am talking about make sure that if you have any questions um, about like maybe if this could pertain to you make sure that you are talking with your doctor and making sure that you guys are able to have those necessary conversations in order to see if this is something that you could possibly be dealing with yourself and for a while this was something that I never wanted to talk about on the podcast just because I don't know like this is something that you don't really hear a lot of people talking about them their struggles with trying to find a good deodorant that works for them especially if you have sensitive skin um it's just something that's not really talked about and that's a reason why I wanted to talk about it was because I know that I'm definitely not alone I know I've looked at different reviews for different deodorants and I've seen so many people have the same trials and error um, that I have been dealing with when it comes to trying to find a deodorant that works with their skin and you know, I want to be able to share the knowledge that I've been able to come across from my own personal journey. So if you guys learned anything from this episode, definitely be sure to send us a message on the Oh My Allergies podcast Instagram page, which is at Oh My Allergies. Make sure to also give us a follow while you're there. Make sure to rate and review the podcast. Hopefully it is five stars on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Keep on sharing the podcast with people you know and people you don't know. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys. <laughs>